Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy Labor Day to you. We will get to the movie script of week one in college football. That is on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Man, Jeff Schwartz, happy to be here with you, man. We have a, a smorgasbord of ball to get to as a week one is almost done in college football, and week one is about to begin in, in the NFL. It's a beautiful thing right here we've got in front of us. Uh, it's starting to feel like fall, buddy. Uh, we have uh, one more game today. You mentioned Duke and Clemson, two powerhouses of college football meeting for one more night. Um, and then we have uh, the full NFL slate on Thursday, with the Chiefs and Lions. And we just had, what, 100 and... And 29 teams play over four days, man. Uh, uh, it's it's lovely. It's a beautiful time of the season. Absolutely it is. Now, were you out there live for the Ducks beatdown? Uh, yeah. Puddles? I didn't realize the Ducks name was Puddles. I learned that over the weekend. But Puddles <laughs> had to do 546 push-ups. I After you hung eighty one on Portland State, goodness. I think I think technically his name is like not Puddles, but we just go with that. Okay. Um, but yes, Puddles <laughs> had to do four. Yeah, they they, uh, they kept the counter up on the screen. I was uh, lucky enough to. Uh, to to have some some good seats uh, for that game in the in the box, and I was talking to the athletic director when Oregon was up like fifty to seven with four minutes left in the second quarter, and he was like, "What are they like? What's the protocol here?" I was like, I, I, "You just you keep playing football. I don't, like, I don't know what, what you want from the like you think about it. You put in the backups, and they want to play just as well, right? Like it's oh, yeah. their opportunity to play, and so yeah, they play as well. It was, it was dude, it was." In their Oregon play Portland State, by the way, it was sixty-four to seven with ten minutes left in the third quarter. Wow! Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. 
the last two Oregon games I've been to, they were in Eugene. They won 77 to 7 and 81 to 7. The game I went to in Atlanta, they lost 49 to 3. So maybe I just uh, go, only go to games in Eugene. <laughs> Why did you choose that game? Did you just want to get to the opener, or was there something with you being a former player? Going? No. So here's a what, the Georgia game last year or this one? This um, one, this latest Okay, one, so yeah. here's why Labor Day works for me. One is the NFL's not started yet, right? right? So, like, work schedule. I know I missed our show yesterday, but I, you, know, you get away with that a little bit more when there's no football, right? Like, I, I kind of know the schedule and what's going to happen if I was like, hey, I'm going to miss NFL week one. I'm going to watch Oregon play Texas Tech. I, yeah, I, have yeah. obli- I have work obligations, right? It's a little bit easier on Labor Day weekend to make that happen. But more importantly for my family, um, you know, I'm on the East Coast. So making that trip out to the West Coast in the time difference, I chose a game I knew would be a day game. That's um, savvy. It's a savvy so, veteran move by yeah. you. The, yeah. You know, they, they, they play Texas Tech next weekend. That's at 7 Eastern. And then they play, they host Hawaii the next weekend. That's 8 Eastern, so 5 local. Um, this is Portland State. It was tw- it was 12 Pacific. Yeah. Uh, so right. It was hey, early as you could kick off on the West Coast. Um, so I knew that that's mostly why I chose the game, because I knew it would be a game that I could, uh, you know, uh, good, uh, you know good, good time for my family. They see a win, because... After the Georgia game last year, I wasn't. I wanted to make sure we saw a, a victory. Right. A victory for my, that again, for my kids. Um, Dad, please don't take us to forty nine yeah. to three again, please. I was, please, on, I was honorary captains. That was pretty fun. That's um, cool. And uh, yeah, it was good. I saw some old friends, some old teammates. Um, and so, look, I, I, when you when you see your team, and I, I said this all the time in, in the NFL preseason, and and when you see a, a team play a Portland State or see a team, you know play, you know I, I saw Oregon State play play San Jose State last night. Yeah. When you are either in the NFL preseason when the ones are playing the twos, or Oregon State is is playing San Jose State team I've watched way too much of the, the first two weeks of the season, or Oregon's playing Portland State. It, it should look like it like it should, right? It it should look like a blowout, right? And so, Oregon winning eighty one to seven. Oh, just Portland State, they won eighty one to seven. Right. Like that's still, that's that's what you're supposed to do, right? right. Yeah. Oregon State last night, I think, was ended up being forty two to ten. No, I think. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, late score. The late score. I'm sorry about that. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Have to forget the overhead there. Forty two to seventeen. Final play of the game. San Jose uh, scores. Um, you know, you're supposed to blow out bad football teams if you're a good football team and so to me i i judge that as like a huge plus for oregon they, they won that game. again it was 57 to 7 and the starting quarterback left the game and played 40 snaps like sure. that's, what, that's what you're supposed to do yeah, absolutely it's what and you're so supposed to do i think that um that that is again that that is a positive and you should celebrate those if your favorite team play you know georgia i know georgia different different scenario but they, i mean there was a 17 nothing in the third quarter you're kind of yeah. like oh, oh boy yeah, that they won, i think they end up winning 38 to zero or something but yeah you still don't feel great to blow up bad teams yeah you still don't feel as good about that how about this a team that's in the same conference that stole the show in week one that would be colorado it doesn't even feel like colorado and oregon are still in the pac 12 but for one final year that is the case and what about the Buffaloes, man? The Buffs getting it done against TCU as 21-point underdogs. And Deion Sanders, hey, man, to be 1-0 and as a 21-point dog, 
was was an amazing accomplishment. And this is the thing, Jeff. It's not just about the here and now, because I know there's a lot of turnover at TCU, who was in the championship game last season. But they still have a lot of talent over there. And just how bad Colorado was. You cover the Pac-12 very closely. But a couple of the bullet points, they were 1-11 last year. They lost by an average of 29 points per game last season, and that was the worst in the country last year. It was the fourth worst among Power 5 programs in the last 30 years. That's where Colorado was. And as we pretty much all know at this point, only 10 scholarship players from last year's roster are on the team now. 87 new players. And a lot of coaches, Pat Narduzzi of Pitt was one of them. Looking sideways at Deion Sanders saying, that's not what the transfer portal is meant for. I said it at the time, I feel even stronger now. If you're not breaking the rules, I don't know why people are are hating on uh, Coach Prime and the way that he's building Colorado. But for one game as a 21-point dog to win outright, that was... uh, And to do it with your son, too, Shadur Sanders coming over from Jackson State... He throws for a school record 510 yards in his debut. (laughs) And, oh, by the way, four more touchdowns. To have that, Dion, you know, 21-point dogs, your son, the whole thing. That's like a movie script right there. We saw it play out in front of our eyes on Saturday. Yeah, I thought they would get blown out. Um, so I was uh, I was definitely wrong about that. Um, you know, and more to do with just the new at Colorado uh, than it did anything else. Um, as you mentioned, you know, the the two deep is full of players that um, were, were not in the locker room even in the spring. Right? It was it's a brand new roster. Uh, I I did believe that Shadur Sanders would have a different transition from the the, the lower level, right, the FCS to the FBS, because he was a high-level recruit coming out of college. You know, a lot of times those quarterbacks that they make that jump struggle in the first year because they're, you know, the, the Cam Ward, for example, is a, is a Washington State quarterback. Last season was up and down from him. He came from Incarnate Word. He came, was an Incarnate Word because he didn't throw the ball in high school. He was like in a triple option, threw the ball four times a, a game, right? Like, that's most of the stories. So we knew that, that Sanders had this ability. We know Travis Hunter's good. Like those two things, we knew. Okay, number twelve was Travis Hunter. For those who who did not, uh, he was a five star kid. We knew they were good, but to me, it was the performance of the offensive defensive line. More importantly, it was a performance of the offensive coordinator, who Sean Lewis came over from Kent State, and he did a marvelous job of designing an offense to take advantage of TCU's lack of speed on defense. You. Colorado is a good example, guys, of the importance of recruiting good good athletes, <laughs> of recruiting players that are faster than your opponent, uh, because they were faster than TCU all over the field. It was a great game plan. Sanders played great. Hunter played great. Look, TCU should have had 56 points. They didn't, right? Two red zone turnovers kind of kill them. There's things that Colorado needs to work on, but I was skeptical I know, obviously, Ed Warder was probably might have been skeptical. There were a lot of people that did not believe in Colorado. What was Ed saying? Did you see his, hear his comments beforehand? 
No, I don't. Dion said he wrote something. Edward doesn't okay, write anymore, yeah. so I don't know. Maybe it was something from back in the day when he was covering the Cowboys. I don't know. Or maybe so Dion. that was Ed when when Dion yeah. was like, "Oh no, no, no! Yeah. I saw what you wrote. Oh, it was Ed Warder, huh? Yeah, it was Ed that. Warder. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was just a, a broad, like you know, a broad. This you're a journalist. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and look, Dion proved us all wrong, right? I, I didn't think he could do this so quickly. Um, I they're five point favorites this weekend hosting Nebraska. Um, I, I didn't I didn't think he'd do it this quickly. Just didn't. Um, and he's proven all this wrong. The thing that I that I liked the most, all right, out of anything I saw in that game was lack of penalties means you're a well coached team. And and you know in the first half of that game, I, I watched the first half live before I had to, I went into the the stadium in Austin is. Did you notice like no 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 timeouts for substitution issues? No, you know, no like looking lost on defense or offense. Right. You know, no again, no 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 timeouts because someone was misaligned somewhere. Like they played a very well coached game. And again, I watched the film through. Their offensive line has issues. Like they have some issues, right? They allowed again 42 points, should have been 56. But nonetheless, they they showcased if you have better athletes and better football players, you can win a lot of football games. And they were yeah. they brought in a lot of new football players. Travis Hunter, obviously, but, but the way Sanders played. And they, they proved all us wrong. Brent, I didn't think they would do it. They proved yeah. me wrong. They proved maybe you wrong. I thought they'd get blown out. Like they, they, they it, it, And I think, too, it's a good reminder that, um, you know, TCU, what they did last year was pretty remarkable because I, I don't think – you know, they were picked to finish what sixth this year, I think, in the Big Twelve. Like they, they're just not as good as they were last year. Um, it's a good reminder that returning production is important. They returned, um, uh, I think, like half of the production from last season, um, and they just weren't they weren't ready to go and they weren't ready to play that game. And, and Colorado, they outschemed them, they outplayed them, dude. It was impressive, man. I, I was super yeah. impressed with what Dion did. Yeah, I was too. And uh, listen, this was the back and forth that uh, Deion Sanders had with the reporter <laughs> after the win. And look, to be honest here, there are a lot of people, I know the there are a lot more believers now <laughs> than there were before that game. And it's I think it's two things, Jeff. It's not that you thought uh, Coach Prime was never going to turn it around. You might not have thought he was going to win game one outright. Like, there's a big difference between saying, oh, it's going to be a disaster the whole time. And uh, game one, I don't know that he hits the ground running. There are a lot of people that fall in that boat where they didn't think he was going to win game one. He, he proved a lot of people wrong as far as that goes. This is what he had to say to one of the reporters after the win. What's up, boss? You believe now? Of all the you, you, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Who said I didn't believe oh, before? No, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. I, I read through that. I sifted what, through what all that. Write? Yeah. What did I write? What did I write? Oh, no. Come Can on. I ask my question? Do you believe? In what? <laughs> you don't believe. I do believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with that. I think that's funny. That, Dion is amazing for college football. Like that's the it thing. It sounds like it sounds like this is this is, him and you know. I think him and Ed have probably known each other for a long time. Um, who you know, Ed covered the Cowboys for many many years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds just like a person, like a, just a funny personal thing between them two. 
Because Ed was like, what, I, what did I write? I didn't write anything. <laughs> what did I write? <laughs> That'd be funny if he didn't write anything. He's like, I don't think he did. There's no, he, he doesn't write anymore, does he? I, I I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that he does. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. Hey, listen, man. I think it's entertaining for college football. Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I, I cover it full time. Uh, I, I, mean, I wish Dan would ever come on, come on our radio show. He won't. Um, but that's just selfish. You know, I wish he would, would do some radio with us. But um, their big new kickoff is is back this week in in uh, you know in uh, in Colorado for the the home game yeah. against Nebraska this weekend. Which I mean. Nebraska had a little bit of a rough coast oh scoring this weekend. Oh my gosh! If so, you are yeah. a Nebraska fan, Jeff, you're just you're still tearing your hair out after losing so, that game. To yep. Minnesota. So five point favorite as Colorado opened up uh, in circa this uh, yesterday. So yeah, man, college football's back, buddy. It's back. We, we did it. It's back in a big way. Hey, we've got a lot to get to, uh, <laughs> including one team that messed with my bankroll, Jeff, and one player who messed with it as well. Uh, so we will get to that here momentarily. lot to do. Hey, week one of college football, not done yet. Week one of the NFL, we're almost there. So a lot of NFL stuff today as well. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz here on Fox Sports Radio in for two pros and a cup of Joe. Man, Jeff, so uh, LSU messed with me last night. Goodness. I thought it was a it's a close game until it was a blowout. <laughs> like it was it was 17-14 at halftime and Florida State scores 31 unanswered points. I blinked a couple of times and I'm like, "What what happened to this close game? It just it unraveled pretty fast." And uh man, Jordan Travis was sensational last night for Florida State. It was a mixed bag. He had a couple of really bad decisions, just like yeah. two of them where he threw the ball up for grabs, threw one interception. But other than that, I'm talking pinpoint accuracy. It was just a couple of bad decisions. That was it. Didn't burn them. But he ended with uh three hundred forty two yards passing and four touchdowns. My Heisman pick for the year started off well. Really well. Um, that's my that's my guy. I've written about him. I've I've talked about him. Um, I think he's going to win the Heisman this season. That interception he had was pretty atrocious. Um, it was a bad decision. You know, first game chalked up to maybe a little a, a little excitement. Uh, otherwise, he he played really well. Look. Um, I picked Florida State to win this game, not really because of him, but more because I thought their their defensive line and offensive lines were going to be better. They were right. Um, you know, that's that's a big part of football, right? Is the and their defensive line is one of the best, if not the best, in the country. And it's a really tough ask to start out the season if you are um, LSU, who has a good offensive line, with um, you know a Florida State team that uh, can really rush the passer, and you, you know you you don't see that often in practice right now LSU has a defense tackle that was suspended who's good and Perkins who was for some reason not rushing the pass as much anymore but I think Florida State showed that um, again the effects of just having better football players I I know that that's boring to say Brian a lot Um, but you know a big part of college football is is coaching is important obviously but if you have better football players you win a lot of games I mean it's kind of a dumb thing to say but it really is and you know you know, you know, like you're Notre Dame Irish, right? You have a, a quarterback finally. Look finally. how much better you're. Look how much uh, better you are. Like, so good. You know, it's 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 about acquiring the most. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean Florida's not playing. Well. It doesn't mean you're going to win every game. But it's like it's like a prerequisite for even belonging in the conversation is having um, enough players to compete at that level. And Mike Norvell is a very good coach. We've seen it over the years, whether in Memphis or 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 anywhere else, calling plays. Um, and then you add in Jordan Travis, and you add in the good defensive line and, and the good offensive line, and they did. You know, we talked about transfer portal players. They they crushed the portal on a wide receiver, and it paid off for them. They're a good football team. They're a good football team. I don't have them as I, should, I kind of wish I picked them as a playoff team, sort of, because I feel like if, if Jordan Travis is a Heisman caliber quarterback, they'd probably make the playoff. Um, but you're a good football team, man, and they showed it last night. Yeah, and you're talking about the talent. You think defensively, one of the standouts was Jared Verse. 
And oh, that so dude good. is just a freight train. My goodness. That dude is just bull rush city. <laughs> you know, and, and one of the funnier plays of the evening was before halftime. So Jared Verse, he hit the quarterback, Jaden Daniels, and it was initially ruled a fumble. But they went and reviewed it to see if it was an incomplete pass, which it clearly was, Jeff. And so <laughs> on ABC, they kick it to their rules expert, right? It's this guy... Uh, Bill Lemagne, yeah, right? Former, former official, yeah. Yeah, and uh, who I love, who generally does a great job. This was uh, one of the lowlights, I would have to say. Again, they're reviewing if this was an incomplete pass. Clearly was. This is yeah. what Lemagne had to say about it. Check this out. They're going to look and see if it was a forward pass or a fumble. We'll bring in Bill Lemagne to see what he thinks about it. I see the hit causing his arm to go down, not the quarterback intentionally trying to go forward with the pass. I say the call stands. Do you think the ball was out of his hands before he moved his arm forward? I have I have a fumble. Okay. He still appears to have a you grip can, on the ball. You can have an argument on that, but I say his arm's coming down and forward because of the hit, not because of his throwing action. What? That, that, wait, but that's not a thing, though. It's not. They don't rule that whether or not the, the the arm is going forward because it was forced to go forward. It's like it whether you have the forward. ball or not. And right, did you, was it knocked out of your hand and it's a fumble, or did you throw the ball forward? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? He's the rules expert, Jeff. That's a that's a pretty wow. Yeah, that, that's not the the rule is not whether or not he was forced. His arm was forced throw it forward. It was whether or not it was forward. Yes. And this was uh, the official clearing things up. After review, the quarterback's hand was going forward before losing possession. It's an incomplete pass. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very clearly a, fo- uh, a forward pass. Again, and yeah, Bill's right. I mean, the arm was forced forward, uh, forward by the by the, the, the power of verse. But like, that's not the that's not the rule. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I can't believe what I was hearing. I was sitting there like... What the hell is Bill talking about here, man? Like, he's normally on top of it. That was, I don't know what, what that was. It was a brain freeze or something. And it's funny because it was, it was like um, respectful disagreement. Because Chris Fowler, you heard it there. He's like, huh. Because it, it kind of looks like a forward pass to me. Whatever. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill missed that one. It's okay. You know, he's every certain, now and oh, then. Yeah, that's not, uh, I've been saying this for a long time, man. We have, we have a, a referee expert in the booth. Sometimes we have a kicking expert in the booth. We need an offensive line expert in the booth. Like there you go. Sh- All right, they allowed a sack. Let's go to Schwartz. What happened here? <laughs> you give me like thirty seconds, man. <laughs> give me thirty seconds to show what happened. There you go. For. Okay, right? I, I would love that. It's a great yeah. idea, right? I think that's fine. Uh, yeah, let's get uh, an expert in the pits. You're right. We've got the rules expert. What, what other experts do we need? Just offensive line or anything else that's lacking? No, nah, just offensive line. Just O line. Yeah. D-line's what do you think easy. most you of your breakdowns just, would be like? Just rush the passer. Yeah. I mean, if you see my videos, buddy, it'll be like one of those. I need about seven minutes, and we'll make it happen. To <laughs> 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 be like, go, Jeff Schwartz. Hey, hey, Schwartz. We've had four plays so far. Can you wrap it up, please? Right. Right. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> even though it's just TV and they can see what's happening, we don't want it to begin like the second half where the the Norvell taped interview is going on, and uh, Florida State scoring a touchdown. Like that's not what we want. The tape interview. Those interviews are just so. 
so not worth it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to lose. I don't want someone to take away jobs. Like I'm not rooting for silent reporters to not have a job. But like, what, what are we doing? Some of those. <laughs> hey, we've got uh, Eddie Garcia with us, our main man here to uh, spin us around the sporting landscape. Eddie, how are things going, man? Everything good? Doing good. My uh, my school got paid uh, 1.5 million to go beat. Uh, a Big Ten school on the road. So it was a nice uh, win. That was nice. It was nice, nice win. Fresno State taking down Purdue. Couldn't see it. It was on Big Ten Network. I, I couldn't. I wanted to see that game, Eddie, and it, I couldn't. Well, it was opposite Colorado TCU. So yeah, even if you wanted to see it, it was a decent. Old Jeff Tedford, sixty-five years old, still getting it done. Yeah, huh, not bad. I uh, got a transfer quarterback from UCF, Mikey Keene. He looked oh, great yeah. in his. Uh, his first start, so God bless the portal, I guess. Uh, so there we go. There uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of college football, as obviously you guys were talking about, we had uh, the only battle of ranked teams in week one and a top 10 matchup at that number eight, Florida State, number five, LSU. The Seminoles were down three at the half, but then outscored the Tigers 32 7 in the second half for a 45 24 victory. Jordan Travis, the quarterback for Florida State, 342 yards passing, five touchdowns, four through the air, and one. On the ground, you had 18th-ranked Oregon State rolling at San Jose State, 42 to 17. Beavers quarterback DJ Uangale, five touchdowns, three passing, and two rushing in his debut. Of course, the transfer from Clemson, playing his first game for his new school, Oregon State. We had a Big Ten and season opener for Rutgers and Northwestern. Scarlet Knights with a 24-7 win over the Wildcats. Baseball games of note. Uh, Jeff, your Giants were shut out by the Padres 4 oh. nothing. They mm. dropped 3 of 4 against San Diego. Diamondbacks lose to the Orioles 8 to 5. Baltimore still leading the AL East by 2.5 on Tampa Bay. The Rays did beat the Guardians 6 2. You had the Reds getting clobbered by the Cubs 15 to 7. Chicago, 7 runs in the 8th inning. Ian Happ, 3 hits, 4 RBI. For Chicago, they're three and a half back in Milwaukee in the NL Central. Brewers did lose to the Phillies four to two, and the Marlins wrap up a four-game series sweep of the Nationals with a six-four win. So you've got a four-way tie for the final wild card spot in the National League between Miami, San Francisco, Arizona, and Cincinnati. Mariners lose to the Mets six to three. Pete Alonso, a couple of homers, giving him forty on the season. He's driven in a hundred runs as well in a dreadful season for New York. The Astros swept at home in a three-game series by the struggling Yankees six-one. The final on Sunday. Day. He had the Rangers walk off with a 6-5 win over the Twins. Odalis Garcia, solo homer in the ninth, wins it. Texas now tied with Houston, both one game back of Seattle for first in the AL West. Blue Jays beat the Rockies 7-5. Uh, Toronto game and a half out of that final wildcard spot in the American League. And the Dodgers avoid a sweep at the hands of the Braves. 3-1, they win the finale in that four-game series. Tennis at the U.S. Open, fourth-round action. Women's number 1 seed Inga Swiatek upset in three sets by Yelena Ostapenko. American Coco Golf beat Caroline Wozniacki, who was making a comeback. Three-set win for Coco. On the men's side, Novak Djokovic advanced, as did three Americans, Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafo, and Ben Shelton. Now back to Jeff Swartz and Brian O in the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, I feel a little bad for baseball and uh, some of these other sports where these races are great, as Eddie laid out. The NL wild card race, you got four teams deadlocked for the last spot. What's going on in the AL West? That uh, divisional race is really good. And then it's like, oh, football's here. A lot of people just checked out, you know? <laughs> there's a month left in the season, too. It's not like there's uh, yeah. like, a little, like a week left. A month left in the season. 
Um, yeah, weird that my, my Giants have no superstars and are starting to stink. It's weird how that works. Uh, it's like having good, 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 good players is important to winning and losing. What's up um, with uh, Brandon Crawford? Like his his average is brutal this season, you know. He's like thirty eight years old. It's fine, but we got to get over two hundred, Crawford. Goodness, what's going on here? Last year, I think he hit, or two years ago when they went to the playoffs, he hit like three ten. They gave him this giant extension. I'm like, he's thirty eight years old. Why are we giving him a giant? <laughs> like he had like a one off season. Um, he, I think, I don't think he won the first World Series. There's only, I think, three or four Giants that none of them were left that won all three World Series. He won because um, Edgar Renteria was playing shortstop mm. in 2010 for the Giants. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah, shocking. They have like one decent player that someone would trade for in Logan Webb, and otherwise, that's it. And and they stink. It's weird how that works. By the way, I just thought for a second about Edgar Renteria, former Cardinal. Yeah, that's the team I root for. He made the final out against the Red Sox in, what was it, 04, to break the streak. And it was this whole thing where Renteria wore wore number three, and that was Babe Ruth's number. And, of course, it was the curse Uh of the Bambino with the Red Sox and all that stuff. But I bring that up because Renteria was well-traveled. He played for a handful of teams. You know what I suck at? Immaculate grid. Are you into this, Jeff? I am awful. I can't keep it straight. Who played for who? And yeah. who, who's a receiver that played for the Patriots and the, the I don't know, the Rams? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not good at that game. Not very good at I, all. So I get typically seven out of nine. I've gotten one nine for nine. I probably played 10 of them. I got one perfect one. I've used myself twice. Um, for that as well, so that's that's been that's fun. Nice. When, when what you play is, for, uh, for four what are, teams, you, you what do they like, call it? Because you want the low percentage. Yo, oh, it was like at least like it was point one percent. Point one. Oh man, Schwartz. yeah, yeah. Um, it was, and I, someone yesterday was at, at the or- at Oregon's practice on Friday, and someone said um, they showed me a picture that he used me for like uh, for one as well. It's pretty fun um, for uh, like a Chiefs and Giants uh, crossover. So, yeah. no, I, I just I go to try to find offensive linemen. Like that's the way I look at it. Like I just who played who. There you go. I'm always good at the the stat ones. Like who you know even a ba- the baseball one. Like you know who has three thousand hits for certain teams. The list is only like you know forty guys has three thousand hits. Um, pretty that's that I feel like a, a little easier. Yeah, immaculate grid. Not not. It's fun though. It's fun yeah. to do it. Not it's fun. I'm it. way better at uh, especially NFL teams. Like knowing what college those guys went to. If there was some sort of immaculate grid with that, I'd do just fine. But to keep it straight with who played for who, and I don't know why my mind just doesn't connect that way. The only I've only played it a couple of times, and I'm like, screw this. I don't like doing things I suck at, you know? But uh, Jesse But you still Cipolla, do radio, weird. I can tell you, I finally can tell you like me, you know? When you just treat me horribly, I'm like, good, finally. Jeff Schwartz likes me. That's right. That's the way it goes. You, you, yeah. walked, in, you walked in that one, buddy. I'm no, sorry. I appreciate that. No, it's fine. But uh, Jesse Sapolu, remember him with the 49ers, yeah, most he, notably? He, he, comes he to, was he one of my percentage months. ones. He was like a point three or something. I'm like, yeah, baby, all right. Like, I was happy about that one. He came to uh, Masterminds, uh, the offensive line summit we do in the summer. Uh, I think two years ago, it was great to hear from him. Um, yeah, I just try to go offensive linemen that I, that I know um, and, and make it work that way. Uh, we should play. 
we should play it today. Is it? Is there a new one up yet today? I'm sure there has to be. Probably. Uh, see, I don't know if it's, we do. it's Labor Day if they're like, ah, screw it. No, I think, it's, I think it's computer <laughs> processed. I think oh, okay, we should be yeah. fine, right? There's also two of them. There's like a pro football reference one, and there's another one. Um, so here's oh, what, so they okay, differ. Okay, here's what I'm like. Okay, thousand-yard rushing seasons. Okay. Um, they ha- so like Texans, Packers, and Panthers. Like I, the Panthers one's easy because I was here and I, I did I, I know who like you know D'Angelo Williams had one right like I know that because I played for that season. Um, oh I got okay, one. I see. I yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like right. and, so like it's easy. Like you know we got a, a Panthers, Bengals, Panthers, Cowboys. Like, we we got to figure this one out, man. We can do it. I feel like we. I feel okay. All right. So uh, actually, I don't know any Panthers that play for the Bengals. I probably should. Panthers, <laughs> Bengals. Oh gosh, like I just immediately I just draw a blank. I'm, I'm sure there. And you need some what, time. You, you think it through. What's disgusting is at the end it'll show you how many players, like Cowboys and Panthers, who played for both franchises. Probably a thousand people. No, it won't be like that. It'll be like I don't know, like uh, 48 or something. You know, but you're like 48 dudes. I couldn't come up with one, I and a couple one. of them are pretty By- obvious. Byron Bell, 0.3 percent. Golly, <laughs> offensive line. So, dude, you got to go offensive line, man. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. <laughs> That's the key, huh? I'm not going to get the I'm not going to get the Texans Bengals crossover or the Texans Cowboys crossover. That's not going to happen. I yeah, no cheating these, obviously yeah. involved over here. No, but no chance. No. I, you know what? Yeah, I'll, ke- I'll keep immaculate grid open throughout the show, and I I honestly might come up with maybe Wait. one, maybe tops two players who played for both franchises. Did, did, I stink um, at that portion. Didn't uh, um, didn't the, the 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 Panthers just sign a safety from the Bengals this offseason? Um, oh, what was it? Uh, Jesse Bates? Did he go over there? Where did Jesse go? No, I I, I think they signed they, they signed someone. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, because they lost a couple of their safeties. Yeah, I think they just signed one from the bang, from the the Bengals. Yeah. Oh, Von Bell. Von yeah, Bell so, is the so, guy. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're we're making our way through. Now we got th- we got three so far, buddy. You know what I always do is I come up it with w- something that Von, it wasn't Von Bell though, so I'm wrong. So we're all wrong. No, well, Von, it should be Von Bell played for the the Bengals. He's should be playing for the Panthers this year. So that that's wrong. I I, th- I think that's wrong. Do we choose the wrong safety? No. Oh, sh- I, oh, I spelled Von <laughs> Bell with one S N. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, that 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 needs to be no 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 they didn't count him on the on the Panthers that's weird that's he's yeah that's that should be a thing because it's happened before where I, it's like this off season some team picks somebody up yeah, and I'm that, like that, that's that's incorrect then I, we should get that point it should. oh it says here reminders players acquiring the offseason won't qualify for the new team until they have appeared in that's a regular garbage play that's wrong. That's wrong. That, I'm counting that as a, as a correct one. Yeah, that's correct. that's, that's yeah. not cool right there at all. My immaculate grid. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep this going throughout the show. <laughs> this will be fun as we just fail miserably. Or I always come up with something like I'll be like, oh yeah, I know a Bengal and a cowboy, and it's like that's not what they're asking. They're actually asking for something else. You know what I mean? Where the teams are side by side, and it's yes. like, oh shoot, it's the grid. I got it. My bad. Yeah. Not good. Who's at a that thousand game. yard rusher for the Texans? Um, gosh, we have to be able to come up with a couple. Um, do we do? Oh, goodness, <laughs> off the top of my head, let's see. Let's we got to be able to think of a couple. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. 
that yeah, is see, tougher exactly, than I originally exactly, thought. Exactly, right? The te- it's the Texans. Who, who uh, when Damian Pierce was on his way last year, didn't do I it, I know, obviously. he was close, but not quite. He'll, yeah. I think he'll get there this year. Can we project that he'll get there this year? I had, I had, a, wager, I had a wager last year <laughs> of uh, any Texans running back to rush for like I think 1,000 yards or 900 yards. It was like plus 700. And Pierce was you know 10 yards away from hitting that number until he got hurt with four games left. Ugh. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, because they made the playoffs a couple of times in the J.J. Watt years. Did they not have, who was their main guy at the time? Exactly. That's why this thing is hard. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to think more on that. Goodness. All right, coming up next, this is a sucker bet. Beware. Brian No and Jeff Schwartz with you. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe here on here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I miss D the King. Uh, King uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz here on Fox Sports Radio. 
In for two pros and a cup of Joe here on a Labor Day. So uh, I think this is a sucker bet here, Jeff. If you look at the Heisman odds right now, listen, outstanding performance by Colorado, beating TCU, Shadur Sanders, uh, uh, Travis Hunter. I'm getting Jordan Travis and Travis Hunter mixed up because we saw Florida State last night. But Travis Hunter, the two-way player at Colorado. So his opening odds were 80-1 to to win the Heisman, 22-1 to right now. That's at Caesars. Also, Shadur Sanders, 100 to 1 before the season, dropped all the way to 28 to 1. Now, at BetMGM, they're both 50 to 1. It's going to vary from shop to shop. But at Caesars, that's what it's dropped to 28 to 1 for Sanders, 22 to 1 for Travis Hunter. Jeff. Colorado's not going to win enough games. I, I feel, I feel like Dion is almost pointing this question at at us or me specifically when he said this. Do you believe? And it's like, no. I have to sheepishly look at the floor in terms of either Sanders or Travis Hunter winning the Heisman, not being in the conversation, not being in the mix, winning the thing. That's what you're hoping for if you're betting on them. I think that's a sucker bet, man. They're just not going to win enough games as a no. team. To win the Heisman. No, they're not. Um, <clears throat> the Pac-12 this weekend was uh, 12-0 and 0 in, in, uh, in, in play. Now, one of those, I think only one of those games were they the underdog. That was the Colorado game. Otherwise, they were short favorites. You know, Stanford three points over Hawaii or, or big favorites. Um, and they won pretty convincingly. And the average margin of victory was near 30. Um, <laughs> and it's a very good conference this season. And Colorado, again, allowed a lot of points um, to TCU. They're going to allow a lot of points to Oregon and USC, too, right? I mean, like, so you have to be able to um, to really, um, you know, to to, to play a little bit of defense to, to make that happen. And again, you're in a conference where Michael Penix threw for nearly 400 yards as well. You're in a conference with Caleb Williams, who probably is not going to win back to back Heisman's, but you never know. Um, and it's going to be, it's just difficult to think, to think that's going to happen. Um, and so I'm curious to see, you know, them play Nebraska this weekend. But yeah, you're, he's not, they're not winning the Heisman. I, I, I think it's fair to say that Travis Hunter, though, might be the most talented football player in the country. Like, I mean, oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah. that, he played 144 snaps. I think that was. I think it was 129, but in the ballpark. No, no well, right? they. They readjusted it because of oh, uh, like of, special of teams or what? Special teams and also the penalties. The oh, plays okay. There were, there were, so pull, oh yeah, right here I have it right here. Uh, Sam Munson of Pro Football Focus put that, put him down as 145 snaps. Goodness, um, wow, yeah. He can't keep that pace up all season. So there's at some point he's not going to play as many snaps, and what becomes of their team when he plays less snaps? Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it's uh, it's. Unlikely to continue in that in that direction, but Travis Hunter, look, he, he said he's the best, and man, he has certainly shown that uh, he deserves uh, all the praise as one of the better players in, in all college football. Absolutely, he was electric, and to have what eleven catches for over a hundred yards, the interception right around the five yard line, he was outstanding. And what the number two overall recruit in the twenty twenty two class, he's no doubt an absolute baller, but we know how it goes with the Heisman Trophy. You got to be on a team that wins a bunch of games. 
that's how it always goes. Yeah. And so, and you mentioned it too, the talent in that conference where just look at these quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, like you said, Heisman winner from last year, Michael Penix Jr. threw for five, 450 and five touchdowns against Boise State. He's electric. You sprinkle in some Bo Nix, who there's a whole Heisman campaign with him, and we'll see when Cam Rising comes back off the torn ACL. But, I mean, will you have star quarterback power in the same conference, and those teams outside of USC have better defenses? That that doesn't spell Heisman for a Colorado player. It just No, doesn't. it doesn't. And, again, the thing we have to do is, you know, we can't do the overreaction stuff, right? Like, we have to understand that it was it was one game. It was a fantastic game by Colorado. Like, they deserve all the credit you ever throw to a team. But it was one game in week one, um, and we have to, rem- you know, remember that. Absolutely. Hey, coming up next, it might not be a popular bet, but it could be the winning side. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 